I am Taylor Barr, radio DJ. I write five monologues a day, five days a week. Here, I am chronicling them. I hope you enjoy. The station is hot, folks. The spinning discs and loud music cause vibrations which in turn release energy in the form of heat. It is boiling in here. So bad, in fact, that I have lost sense of purpose. The radio is simply a means of transport for the medium of music. It does not need a DJ. It doesn't even need a station. You don't even need music, really. The heat in the station has long ago melted away my physical form. What is left is an amalgamation of thought and whatever couldn't be burned away. I have evaporated in the booth and could be considered more of a mist than a man, more of a spritz than a mist, more of an aftermath of a sneeze than a spritz, really. The music still plays and the discs still spin and the station is not cooling down. In a few minutes, the microphones and speakers and all the other audio equipment will alight, taking the radio waves with them and leaving you with a low buzzing. Until then, however, we are trapped here together as my consciousness continues to boil and my existence fades. I am reminded of clouds, and how they too come back in the form of water, and I wonder if I am subject to the same fate, to be precipitated once more as another being, and then the cycle is endless. Oh, I do hope I'm another radio DJ in the next life. And I received a homing pigeon today with information on the latest uprising. I'm impressed. I thought these had gone extinct, but no, here is this one with a letter addressed to me. The resistance has set up a larger perimeter around their base of operations, giving them an effective 300 square feet to practice and maintain their free lifestyle. They have recently built a water tower on top of their shack, so running water is available and cold for those that want it. For those that don't need to be clean or hydrated, there is a lot to be done at the commune. Buying more land is the biggest one. Everyone wants to start a group of like-minded individuals who can produce enough food to sustain themselves, but no one wants to put down the capital to get it all started. It's all, well, I don't believe in money. How could I be such a hypocrite? And I can't get a loan because the bank kicked me out again. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Why don't they just create their own economy with the up-and-coming commune? That's how most countries gain some form of capital. Got to have a stock or two first. All right. As I reach the end of the letter, I am seeing that the resistance is looking for new members. They say if you are physically able and willing to build a better community, go to the forests and just keep going. They'll find you. You're a long way from home, aren't you? You've been going and going with little regard to where you've been. That's okay. That's totally all right. Being constantly on the move is a societal thing in the U.S. We've been going somewhere for our lives to have any purpose. If that fits you, great. You will be a very productive American who takes every opportunity that comes to them. You probably already have big ideas and big plans. Well, sure. Who wouldn't? 
And what's the point if you're not doing something cool, right? Go big or go home is what they always say, and we know you're not going back home. Not after you abandoned everything you knew to spread your wings towards greener pastures. It was worth it, though. Or it will be worth it. Or it is still currently worth it. And your family isn't going anywhere. It will change. It will take new shapes, and it will grow, and it will shrink, and you will continue to prosper, relying on that exact family when you need to, and providing for them when you can. You will expand your family, genetically, platonically, or otherwise, and your family will become truly yours as you make and lose friends. Those that stick around are the most devout. They are yours. Vampires are real. They live among us, and they do not drink blood. What they consume instead is energy. These vampires are often referred to as energy vampires, and they are truly awful people to be around. These people are sinks for your power. By engaging with these folks, you are subjecting yourself to something tantamount to torture or a 5K. But hey, what's the difference? These energy vampires have different tactics for draining you. The most classic example of an energy vampire is the annoyance. This is the person that goes out of their way to be a nuisance. They stand in your way, and when you get mad at them, they feed. They take your negative emotions, that power behind your rage, and they grow stronger as you shrink weaker. There are other types. Different flavors of energy vampire, like the sad sap. This monster is a walking tragedy. Every day of their life is difficult. Everything is against them, and they will let you know. Do not offer help. This is how they get you. They trap you in their tails and drain you of your pity. Save it for someone more deserving. Less dangerous and more tolerable, but just as powerful is the comedy vampire, or the entertainer. Every entertainer is a vampire. They take your attention and manifest it into their own energy. They have you hanging on to every word, and you are entrenched. You're in their head, right? See, you're in power because you could just switch the radio channel. But you haven't yet. Oh, one more moment, then. Yes, thank you. That was delicious. The spider exhibition has come to town with all its eight legs and hairy eyes. If you or your loved ones are interested in any sort of arachnid, then this is an activity to be considered. Tickets are pay what you can, and all proceeds go towards the Spider Relocation Campaign, an organization centered on the idea that all spiders deserve a warm and loving home. At the Spider Exhibition, you can see such wonderful artifacts as the oldest spider ever found, a staggering 25-million-year-old fossil, and the spider that killed several French kings, Albert. There are more historical elements as well. If you are vaguely interested in spider history, then this is the place for you. They have everything from the first eight-legged creature to the modern robo-spider, or Roomba for the layman. Yes, there are also Roombas at the exhibition, though most of them are simply there to clean the floors. Simply there to maintain the extremely busy walkways of the spider exhibition. 
Eight legs track a lot more dirt than two, and the stickiness of the hair does not help either. The most exciting part of the spider exhibition has to be the agony chamber, wherein spiders are allowed to do whatever it is that they want without repercussion. Anyone can join the spiders in the agony chamber. In truth, the spiders are excited for someone to join them in the chambers. It'll be fun, they say. Come on down. I have been Taylor Barr, your DJ, of sorts. I hope you enjoyed my monologues. I certainly enjoyed writing them. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time for more monologues, and more monologues, and more monologues. <laughs>